1: Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.
0: Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments. Because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. The U.S. takes on the world in NATO's cyber war games by Eric nyler Last year, Captain Sean Ruddy and his team of operator soldiers from the U.S. Cyber Brigade entered a Locked Shield, a NATO-organized cyber-defense war game that pits teams from dozens of countries against quote-unquote live fire attacks. It was their first time, and of the 19 countries represented, the U.S. finished dead last. This week, they got their shot at redemption. Locked Shields challenges participating countries to show off their defensive prowess rather than offensive firepower. NATO's Cooperative Cyber Defense Center of Excellence in Tallinn, Estonia, organizes the event and plays the part of offensive red teams. The U.S. and others play as blue teams, charged with not just securing the networks of a fictional country, but responding to attendant media and legal issues as well. You're in an unfamiliar environment, says Rain Otis, who is the NATO CCD COE ambassador and head of the neutral white team. There are lots of incidents at the same time, and maintaining control of your team in a perfect storm is a significant challenge. That makes it a natural fit for the U.S. Cyber Brigade, which defends infrastructure and terrain at U.S. military bases, power plants, water treatment systems, air traffic control, and base fuel supplies. That also should drive home just how important it is to make a good showing the second time out. How badly did things go for the US last year? The Red Team took control of its drone, made it fly in circles until it ran out of fuel, and crashed it into the virtual ocean. It was a pure chaos type environment, Ruddy recalls. You had a Red Team advancing through your network on six or seven different fronts. You don't get any breaks. It was abusive. So Ruddy and his squad, based at Fort Gordon, Georgia, but operating at a U.S. base in Wiesbaden, Germany, went into this year's games looking to restore some pride. To do so, they expanded their team and added two Dutch observers. Even that offered no guarantees. There were more participants than ever and a few new wrinkles. Locked Shields hosted 25 countries this week compared to last year's 19, each defending against a simulated airbase attack. Otis and the organizers worked with global electronics giant Siemens to set up a simulated power grid for the game-playing environment, as well as drone simulators from 3 Odd Systems, an Estonian UAV developer. There was also new strategic gameplay centered on how an individual nation should respond to a cyber attack and how to make decisions from a legal and diplomatic perspective. When is it okay to drop a cyber bomb such as the U.S.-Israeli Stuxnet virus if your own critical infrastructure has been attacked? On-site military lawyers debated those questions of international law, says Rain, while the computer operator soldiers fended off DDoS attacks or probes into the airfield operating system. While the exercise was fictional, it reflects a very real threat to NATO members, the U.S. military included. Russia has been linked to cyber attacks on Sweden's military IT last year, the shutdown of air traffic control at five civilian Swedish airports in 2015, and the western Ukrainian power grid in 2016 and 2015. Ruddy and the NATO organizers of the locked shields exercise won't comment on Russia specifically, but they say the role-playing may help keep the next attack at bay. This is simply NATO members getting together and testing each other's defensive capabilities, says Ruddy, who has placed U.S. observers with Estonian and Latvian cyber squads as well. We have chat rooms and we can say, hey, I'm seeing this on the machine. It helps to build capabilities across multiple nations. The U.S. will likely have to step up its cyber defense game as NATO expands its ground troop presence in Eastern Europe. The U.S. deployed 3,000 troops and 80 battle tanks in the Baltic states, Poland, and several other Eastern European nations in January. The U.K., France, and others positioned battalion-sized units of about 1,000 troops each in Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania in 2016. After two days of intense cyber war, Ruddy says his team survived pretty well. Rather than shutting down computer networks at his fictional base to prevent all intrusions, the U.S. team decided to keep systems operating at the risk of a breach. It didn't entirely pay off. The red team penetrated through back doors and gained control of some systems. But despite the added competition and new challenges, the U.S. blue team managed to improve on last year's last-place finish, moving up to 12th overall. The Czechs won with the Estonians in second. Yes, we kept the drone flying, Ruddy said Friday from Germany. We never lost control of it and the airfield was never set on fire. So that was good.
1: Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever.